When, when you're teaching people only about all of the bad things that have happened in our history, you're, you're teaching them to hate America. And I would just argue that the history of our nation is one where we've overcome so much. And the people that live here by virtue of our Constitution enjoy a freedom that people have never enjoyed in history and that no one enjoys anywhere else in the world today. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fee. And this is another episode of Fact Check. So in news you might have missed, Friday, December 3rd and Saturday, December 4th, Lacrosse hosted the White Privilege Symposium at the Lacrosse Center. More than 20 people from the group Lacrosse Waking Up White served as the host committee. Most work in public education at the Lacrosse schools or universities. Featured speakers were Debbie Irving, author of the book Waking Up White, rapper Jasiri X, and Winona LaDuke, a Native American activist. And essentially what they're teaching people is that because you're white, you're a racist. Whiteness, white privilege, white nationalism, these are terms that are becoming part of the lexicon of uh, of our social studies. So you are intrinsically a racist because you are white. When a six-year-old hears that in school, how do they feel about themselves? Right. Well, you know, I think about when Ryan Owens was on the show and he talked about his autistic son in tears because during the course of the day, uh, his curriculum had covered this and he asked his dad, dad, I'm white because I'm white. Does this make me bad too? I think this is just a horrible message uh, to tell people that by virtue of their skin color, they're racist. And so I, I think it's something that everybody should be concerned about. I think in my eyes, this is racism being presented as a solution to racism. So Debbie Irving's website says, though white people may experience disadvantage and hardship due to class, illness, disability, sexual orientation, religion, native language, gender, or age, they do not also experience racial disadvantage and hardship. So essentially, we can't understand it. The way I read that is that somehow the color of your skin trumps all of that. So the other thing that's very strange about this to me is it lumps everybody who's Caucasian into one group. And obviously, that spans a huge range of ethnicities, right? So in this part of the country, we've got a lot of people who came here from Scandinavia, Germany, England, Ireland, but also lots of people who've come to this country from you know Mediterranean areas like uh, Greece or, or uh, Spain or Italy. And so somehow all of these people who came here from diverse ethnic backgrounds are now all being lumped into one group of white people who are part of a systemic attempt to uh, impose racism or racist policies on all the people who aren't white in America. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating to me. So Jasiri X has a rap song entitled Rob Jeff Bezos, and it pretty much sums up the whole concept of Marxism, which is that you confiscate wealth and redistribute it to the poor people. Right. That's... I think that just speaks volumes, Rob Jeff Bezos. So I've always called this the Robin Hood fairy tale. Essentially what the American left has been teaching people is that if we go and take what the rich people have away from them, that's somehow going to solve all the problems and make everything equal. Interesting to me, we keep seeing this word equity. 
it keeps popping up that we're trying to strive for equity. And so what we want in America is equal opportunity for people, not equal outcomes. People should be rewarded based on their own merit. And to me, when we start talking about taking money away from people who've earned it to give it to people who haven't, that is income redistribution. That's classic socialism. And I think that that is the underpinning of this whole race theory. It's really Marxism repackaged. It feels more class-based, robbing the rich and giving to the poor, because there are also people of color who are rich. Well, I would encourage people to go to Debbie Irving's website and read all the information that's there. But she basically makes the point that white people in general are a lot better off than black people in America. Wealth discrepancies between white and black Americans continue to expand. And of course, she would say that that's because of white privilege and racism. Irving's website has a long list of events in U.S. history that she believes prove that the U.S. is a racist nation, including uh, the Trail of Tears in the 1830s, slavery, the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882, Japanese internment during World War II, uh, so on and so forth. Does she have a point? Well, I don't think anybody can deny that there have been problems with race uh, throughout our history. But I would also say that race was only one factor in many of those historic events. What, what's interesting to me about these people is they seem to focus on everything bad that's ever happened in the history of the United States. And for instance, you talk about slavery, but what they don't seem to acknowledge is that hundreds of thousands of white people were killed during American Civil War. More people perished in that war than all other American wars combined. And why did that happen? Well, it happened over the issue of slavery. So there were a lot of white people, hundreds of thousands of them, who died because they believed that slavery was wrong, it was evil, and it needed to be ended in our country. Now, it's interesting to me because we did a show on Abraham Lincoln where we talked about canceling Abraham Lincoln, Mm -hmm. where now the American left is trying to rewrite history. So the Civil War was no longer about slavery. It was about preserving the Union, which was certainly a dimension to the war. But to deny that the Republican Party was founded in opposition to slavery and that the war was primarily fought because of opposition to expanding slavery into more U.S. states. It doesn't fit the narrative. It, it's, it doesn't match history. So they're rewriting history, and they're only looking at the horrible things that have happened in our past. They're not looking at the positive things that have happened. We think about uh, segregation and how that was addressed by the United States court system, the famous uh, U.S. Supreme Court uh, Justice Thurgood Marshall, uh, the whole integration effort of schools in the 1950s and early 60s, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, which created minority voting districts in the United States. We can go on, but to look at the United States today and not to recognize the incredible progress How that far we've, we've come, right. And, and I can give you one statistic on this, which I think proves the point better than any other. 
1960, less than 1% of marriages in the United States were interracial. Today, it's 17%. So about one out of six marriages in America today is an interracial marriage. I just think that speaks volumes about Mm -hmm. how much progress we've made on the issue of race. And I would just say that anybody who only looks at our history and sees what's been wrong with our country doesn't like America. And I think that's the root of this is these people seem to hate America. Yeah, it doesn't mean that we still don't need to work on things. Absolutely. Because, you know, I I watch uh, a lot of sports and I see this slogan, end racism. And and it kind of bugs me because we're never going to end racism. We're never going to end evil in the world. Right. It will always be there. All we can do is strive to be better. Ultimately, what are the implications for our community and for our school system? This is clearly something that's taken root within American education. It's begun in a lot of colleges, but now we see that it's finding its way into K-12 through curricula, and it's happening right here in La Crosse County. And so the time has come where people are going to have to take a look at local school boards and decide that they're interested in that and to find candidates that are going to oppose these racist types of uh, teaching. And I think that uh, the state of Wisconsin is coming to a place where we as taxpayers have to look to our legislators and say, hey, billions of our tax dollars go every year to educate people. Don't we have some say in what the curricula should be? Shouldn't we be able to have some say as to whether or not those, those dollars are going to teach people ideas which are bad for our country? When, when you're teaching people only about all of the bad things that have happened in our history, you're, you're teaching them to hate America. And I would just argue that the history of our nation is one where we've overcome so much. And the people that live here, by virtue of our Constitution, enjoy a freedom that people have never enjoyed in history and that no one enjoys anywhere else in the world today. And the prosperity that's come from that freedom has given us the highest standard of living in the world. Our poor people are the envy of the world. I believe that. So the spring elections are important. When is it? How do people, I mean, some people are only peripherally aware that there are spring elections. You realize that, right? Right. I mean, it's a huge problem here. We've talked about it in past podcasts, but what we see is there's a huge drop-off in voters in the spring elections. Turnout in the fall elections is often over 80%. I think we approach 90% in November of 2020. It's likely only about 10 to 20% of voters will vote in these spring elections. So if you care about what kids are being taught in our community, you should take an interest in who's running for school board and what they stand for. If you're concerned about these ideas being taught to our children and you're concerned about the impact on them and our culture, you should take an interest in who's running for school board. And that election is on April 5th of 2022. So take the time to do a little research, get to know the candidates and find out who's going to stand against these racist teachings. Thank you, Bill Fian. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this was another episode of Fact Check. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.